Okay, today's today. More and more of Ontario entering stage three of the reopening, and many employees wondering just how much longer will they be working from home. Now, the advice from the Ford government is for people to work at home or remotely for the quote-unquote foreseeable future, but is that even possible? Let's welcome in David Swag. He's a professor of organizational behavior at the University of Toronto, and he joins us now here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. David, good afternoon. Hi, Jeff. How are you? And well, thanks. Uh, some are loving it, working from home. Others yep. can hardly wait for it to be over and want to get back to the office. Uh, just how much longer do you believe, do you think, that work from home can last? Well, I think it depends on, uh, you know, how long, how much longer this goes on, right? Obviously, if there's a vaccine tomorrow, we're probably going to see more of a return to what it was like before uh, COVID. But if this goes on for another year, another year and a half, or however long it takes uh, for us to find a solution to this, the more working from home is going to become entrenched. And we'll get used to it. We'll find ways to adapt. Um, and it'll be something that's available, more available to more of us to continue on uh, even after things go back to normal. Yeah, what do you believe? I mean, we've been at this for several months now. What do you believe are the major challenges, or I guess the major challenge with this continuing into, as the uh, government suggests, the foreseeable future? Yeah, well, you know, uh, speaking as a parent with two kids in the house, uh, you know, at (laughs) at times it feels like we're hanging on by our fingernails, right? We're trying to do our work. We're trying to keep our kids entertained. We're trying to make sure they're safe and, you know, still trying to keep up with everything that we have to do. You know, it's different for different people. Some people don't have those responsibilities. Responsibilities, many do, and so we're we're, we're we made a go of it uh, in the uh, immediate aftermath of COVID. But you know, for some of us, we don't know how much longer we can keep doing this. So, a lot of things have to happen to figure out where we're going to how much how much we can manage this in, in the long term. Yeah. Do you think uh, parents? We, we've seen daycares start to reopen, childcare centers uh, reopen. Would you suggest maybe that we utilize those again, even if we're working from home? Yeah, you know, that's going to be a uh, choice that every parent has to make, the risk-reward of, of uh, putting their kids out in the public again. Um, and for each parent, it's going to be a different decision based on their needs and what's best for them in terms of coping with the demands of work and childcare. Yeah, do you think at the end of uh, end of this all, it's going to come down to what uh, the employer wants, that uh, if they do indeed trust employees to get their work done from home, and we're going uh, through uh, what I think is a great test phase right now? We, we sure are. Um, and I think it's been uh, good in the sense that we're realizing that productivity hasn't fallen off a cliff because everyone is now working from home. And in fact, you know, productivity has actually increased for many people. And, you know, the challenge is to take what we've learned and to accept that you can trust that employers are going to continue to be productive when they're working at home. And so if that's something that they can work, uh, work in the long term, maybe that's not such a bad thing. So we've had this great social experiment over the past few months, and we've seen positive, generally positive results from it. And so maybe this is something that will continue uh, in the long run. Why is it uh, you believe productivity has uh, increased or at least uh, been maintained? And I'm with you. I think maybe it's even increased. And I'm going to uh, actually uh, point at one area, and that's uh, idle chatter. There's not as much of it uh, going on, which is, I think, a positive and a negative because I certainly do miss seeing my colleagues and coworkers uh, in the hall and being more connected with them. 
Absolutely. And that's something a lot of us are missing, the social interactions, the camaraderie with our colleagues. Um, you know, one of the reasons productivity has increased and it's something that we actually have to be a little bit concerned about is that we're not spending uh, all this time during our day simply commuting to and from work. And so we have all of this additional time that many of us are using to actually work longer. Now, the danger in that is that, you know, we can be overworking and, and reaching points where we're getting burnt out from all of this additional work. So it's really important to make sure that, you know, we're, we're keeping an eye on our stress levels and taking frequent breaks and recovering from the work so that we don't push ourselves into, you know, uh, you know burnout. Yeah, is there a bit of a paradigm shift that's still going on uh, on both sides? And let's start with employees, because I think you're right. I, I think maybe sometimes you feel or you trick yourself into thinking that I really haven't been working that hard because I'm working from home and you don't take yeah. those regular breaks uh, yeah. that you would have scheduled normally in an office environment. Is that something that people really need to make sure they're doing? It's really, really important uh, to continue to engage in taking regular breaks throughout the day. You know, every couple hours, just get away from the screen for a few minutes, go out and get some fresh air, go for a brisk walk. All of that helps us to recover, uh, uh, you know, improve our cognitive capacity and lets us go actually be more efficient in, in, in for the rest of the day. If we continue to work and we just don't stop and we keep going, we get fatigued, we're not making, uh, you know, as good decisions because we're tired and we're overworked so those breaks are really really important and also a paradigm shift when it comes to the other side of the coin employers we just spoke a second ago about trusting employees to do their work yeah. and get it done do they have to look uh, maybe a little differently at their employees and just i guess make sure they're hitting their targets yeah, you know, employers really need to, you know, avoid the trap of trying to, uh, you know, engage in a lot of electronic monitoring and surveillance that, that could be a default way of ensuring that people are all being productive and really engage in a lot of support and trust with their employees who are working remotely. Because when you give your employees support and trust, you're going to get dedication back from them. And so you don't have to rely on electronic monitoring or surveillance to make sure they're doing their jobs. Just make sure that they have, they have what they need to do their jobs effectively and that you're offering them a lot of support to help them accomplish their goals. And just finally, do employees, do they deserve or do they need to know what the future looks like? Because there's one thing that I think most of us uh, really don't like in its uncertainty. And as a matter of fact, uh, of just before we come on the air, I come out of a meeting. We were talking about uh, when and if we'd be able to get back in full time to our building. And yeah. really, I guess employers don't know either because they're taking their cues, obviously, from health officials and from the government when it's safe, right. particularly in the city of Toronto, to go back en masse to work. Yeah. I mean, no one no one likes uncertainty, and that's, you know, it's anxiety-provoking for a lot of us. And we have to come to grips with the fact that we don't really have clear answers to give, and organizations don't have clear answers to give because, as you said, they're waiting for public health directives or waiting to see what the situation is. I mean, everyone's trying to develop contingency plans right now to plan for everything. But, you know, we don't know if schools are going to be open in September, in what form, whether the kids are going to go back physically. So what that's going to do for our work schedules and how we, you know, maintain this balance that we're uh, working on, working under right now. So there's a lot of uncertainty. It creates a lot of anxiety. And at some point, we just have to say there's nothing we can do except wait and see what the situation is and how things unfold. All right. David Zwag at the University of Toronto. David, really appreciate the conversation and the time on this Friday. Thanks so much and enjoy your weekend. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff.